0: Live breaking down South Asian culture, film, entertainment, and sport. I'm Scott. I'm Zane.
1: And I'm Raul. And good to have you all back this week for our show.
0: What so are we talking about? what have about?
1: we got today, Scott?
0: Well, I know that part of my my uh, assignment was to drill down into some more gangster movies. So that's what I did. And uh, I feel I feel the richer for it. I don't know about you, Zane, but I, I, I had a, almost a borderline spiritual experience this weekend watching, watching some uh, Indian gangster films. What do you think? Oh,
2: oh, wow. I don't know about spiritual, but it was good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd start with a bang, you know? I mean, just, like, get everyone's attention. Grab them.
1: So tell us more, Scott. What was well, what else do we have?
0: What else is, what else is on the, uh, the agenda? Oh, so of
1: course, we are going to talk about your spiritual experience Mm -hmm. and and the good experiences Zen had. And then we're going to go discuss and review Ludo, which uh, dropped on the 12th 12th of uh, November. And Chalang, that released on the 13th of November, different platforms, Netflix and Amazon. And then, of course, we interviewed a shishi, and that was a real fun interview. Scott and fun. I had, yeah, that was yeah, fun. A super fun interview. And the guy was hanging out in Tulum, no masks. So, yeah, it was a super fun out of body experience. Um, so, we're going to talk about all of that and more today in our show.
0: All right, so uh, so let's let's take a, a step back, and have we. Where do we want to start? Do we want to? Do we want to finish Mirzapur? Did we? Did we talk about season two enough? I mean, I, I, we could. I could always talk about season two, but
1: oh man, I can't stop.
0: All right, all right. Well, so, so we have Mirzapur season two, and we have the Gangs of Wasupur parts one and two. We talked a little bit about part one last week, but part two, uh, I watched a couple nights ago, and I have to tell you that now that it's now that the film is finished, I loved. And I mean, I loved Mirzapur. It was fantastic, but that it's such an overused word. But the movie, the film, was epic in a way that I, just Mirzapur just couldn't touch. And I mean, I it, it, for me to say that you know I really loved the film because it was because Mirzapur is my thing, right? I'm the Mirzapur guy. You you like to. You you might even have teased me from time to time about my love for
1: always. Oh, everybody knows you're the Mirzapur guy. Have you seen how many <laughs> downloads we're getting on your Mirzapur on the Mirzapur episode on the podcast? Oh or my
0: God. yeah. It, well, words, word's gotten out that 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 the guy in Ohio loves Mirzapur, so that 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 explains the downloads. I get that, but oh man, the film. So I'm I'm just going to say right now that as much I love Mirzapur, I love Gangs of Wasapur better, and that because I I'm smart i'm like michael in um or i'm like uh, guido in, in godfather 2 who was it i'm smart who was that who was that in godfather uh, um, 2 at, at, uh at the house telling michael i'm it was the brother the Fredo. I'm just, free, thank you fredo, fredo. Fredo. Yeah, I'm fredo. I'm fredo i'm fredo i'm smart i noticed that poor is at the end of both of both of those words that's like berg right Poor kind of. Mirza. Where poor is that bird? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Okay. So, so Mirza Berg and Gangs of Wasserberg. <laughs> Zane, what did you think? Did you did you enjoy the movies as much as I did? Just from a high level, just a general perspective.
2: To be honest, I preferred Mirza Pur over Gangs. Oh my
3: gangs. God! Oh oh my God so. Right.
0: <laughs> okay, so. This so, is going to be good. <laughs> so high level. Let's just do general impressions. What makes you say that?
2: Basically, because I think Mirzapur was a lot more gritty, Mm -hmm. a lot more real. And I think uh, Gangs of Waspur could have been one movie, not two.
0: (gasps) Okay. All right. All right. No Uh, judgments here. No judgments. This is a uh, judgment-free zone until I tell you how you're wrong. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because you're smart, right? (laughs) That's right. I figured out
0: the poor (laughs) equals berg. All right, I'm smart. Okay, all right. So, uh, Mirzapur was grittier. So, so gritty is good. High level from a just from a from the big picture point of view overall. Why do you think Mirzapur was better than Gangs of Wasapur?
2: Oh, I think it was much grittier. Okay, I think it was grittier. It was much real. The storyline was a lot more compelling. I think Wassepur, Gangs of Wasapur, was uh, a little too long. I think Mm -hmm. it could. I mean, it was an amazing movie. I'm not saying, Mm I'm not, I'm not, you know, discounting how how good it was. I just think it was just too long and it was too
0: familiar. Too familiar? Very interesting. Okay, how so? Because
1: it reminded Zen of
2: his past life. (laughs) Of my my past life?
0: This is okay. All right. (laughs)
2: This is Scott of Mizapur. No.
0: So you preferred, you're the, you, you and I are, are are the opposite in this. You preferred Mirzapur over Gangs of Wasapur. Absolutely. And and from a high level, just from the overall, overall impressions, why is that?
2: I think it was grittier. It was better shot. I think the storyline was punchier. And I think the characters were a lot more layered and interesting in Mirzapur. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because they had a longer time to develop over season one and season two. Uh, but having said that, Gangs of Assipur I thought was too long as a movie. I think I thought it could have been a one movie better edited, and you could have portrayed the story. I think there was mm. too much backstory going on, which, while interesting, you could pick. There's other ways of dropping that into a movie and picking up on that. Okay, uh, but it was still a good movie. It's, it's it's a it's a very good gangster flick, right? But it, I I just there was no bit where I was like, I didn't see that coming. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. There was no bit where I was like, oh, wow. And, you know, in a lot of the reviews that I was reading before I watched it, you know, the, the, there was a lot of comparisons made that this is the, almost the Indian godfather. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that set up my expectations a little too high uh, because there was, you know, the, you know, movies like, I mean, a lot of the, the genre of gangster movies is the dialogue that you come back with mm-hmm. and the you know i i think dialogue wise mirzapur was stronger mm-hmm. and there was nothing that i came back with uh, in gangs of new york they, if you i can't remember a line
0: from gangs of wasapur
2: gangs yeah gangs of wasapur. <laughs>
0: there you go I don't remember any lines from Gangs of New York either, except yeah, uh, I know you, you, five you, you, points. You.
2: I know I, I planted
0: that seed. I apologize about that. So, so um, they're
1: all merging. <laughs> they all came together now, didn't did not?
0: Well, okay. I feel it kind of feels like we're arguing about which one of our sons is is our favorite, right? So because I don't want to say anything negative about Mirzapur, it was a fantastic show. I loved it. The reason it's why I hard you. <laughs> it is it is the reason. <clears throat> excuse me. The reason why I liked Gangs of Wasapur better is that, and I didn't realize this until about halfway through part two, is that none of this is uh, typical. Right? It, it, with The Godfather, with Goodfellas, with Once Upon a Time in America, with Casino, it's tough guys in bad suits beating the crap out of each other, killing each other in horrible ways. Now, there's a lot of horrible death, but in this case, a lot of these guys, like they just don't fit the stereotype of the big, bad gangster. They screw up, right? They're, like, And they're goofy. They're kind of silly. And then over time, they become like, what's his, uh, the son, Faisal? He, when he goes to, to buy the guns, he doesn't take any precautions. He gets completely railroaded by that cop. He goes to jail for something dumb that he should have known better about right it's like there's just a a greenness to these guys that was surprising and i thought it made their um it made them interesting you know he he was they just weren't big tough guys they weren't you see their some of their some of their some of their goons that work for them are these big buff guys that you could tell would kill their moms without even you know a second thought but the leaders were just these you know they they they've Almost, I I don't want to say they stumbled their way into it because that's overstating it. But they kind of stumbled their way into it. They kind of they assumed the throne and then and then figured it out. And um, uh, that's what made it interesting to me. Is that's what that's what I thought was so much fun about it? Because there's these guys who, against the odds, turned out to be these really badass gangsters in the end. And then, of course you know they got their they the 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 three generations were finally avenged um when mr singh was so ignominiously killed in the bathroom right But yeah. if, from an overall sp- that's my that's my thought about that from an overall well, you know, you from know, high level
2: i i i think one of those things is I, I i don't know if you've watched any british cinema right and british cinema is full of <laughs> gangster movies and idiots trying to be criminals right so uh may- maybe i'm a little you know mm. influenced yeah. by by that experience and that brings me to the other thing i felt like in gangs of war support they, there was i felt it was attempted humor as opposed to what you say is somebody learning i just felt like it was they're trying to force you into a place where you were like should I laugh at this? Are they being stupid? I I'm not sure how to react. And it came out it didn't come out
0: strong. Okay. And Is there a scene, was- what's a, what's a scene that what's the what's the scene that you felt that way about? The guns jamming. I thought I thought the guns jamming wasn't like I it could maybe that's there were actually two scenes where the guns jammed. And I that could have been comic relief. I looked at it as God, these guys can't even shoot. <laughs> you know, they can't even get there's just there's just a really steep learning curve it, it, for these clowns. Well, yeah, yeah but, mean, but also it, it is it well. is
1: it's building the character of that protagonist, right? Yeah. That that the, the novices.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It might no, not I be no- comic I, scene I at the all then. Scene. It wasn't supposed to be comic. No, it was no, but, just that's, supposed but to... that's
2: the problem. That's the mm-hmm. problem. It was shot in such a way that you saying. didn't know how to interpret it, right? I get the it's the novice trying to get it. And but it was just I, I don't know, it left me feeling like you, you, you're you trying to make it humorous. The way it was shot was humorous. I, I don't think it was, oh, shit, I don't know how to do it. The gun has just backfired on me or whatever it is, right? It's it's not a good gun. It's a homemade gun, and it's not working properly and whatever. I just didn't, personally, it just didn't click with me. It was, right. it, And then there was a couple of bits after that, because of, I think that was the, the one of the key scenes where it kind of triggered it. And then when I saw similar mistakes like that, it wasn't so much the learning curve or the novice; it was more: are, are they trying to make them purposely look so idiotic that it just kind of came off the wrong way with me?
0: Mm, okay,
2: all right. Well, if, well, it maybe kind it's kind of your experience. Hard. I would have, I would have preferred actually a little bit of true comic relief in that because I think that would have balanced the movie. Because if they're going to introduce songs here, there, and everywhere, they might as well introduce. A little bit of comic
0: relief, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but
1: but then maybe it's your previous jaded experience being a gangster that's coming in the way of your <laughs> finding finding, finding. I have
2: no
0: way you, again. You've been
1: cruel <laughs> to people who are learning how to become a gangsters right now.
0: <laughs> well, that's well, really no. That's really interesting because the, the, so many so many gangster movies are either tough guy or just guys that are, like they they hatch from the egg and they are just. Badass killing machine. In. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or or and you know, saying I'm thinking about uh Lockstock and two smoking barrels. You know, you were talking yeah. about how British film, like the yeah. guys just can't seem to they just they just bumble and stumble their way into it. But that movie yeah. was genuinely funny. Like that movie yeah. that movie had but it was some a good and it was, an, yeah. it was an amazing movie. Um but I I haven't had a tremendous amount of experience with these again, it's just, it's an odd way of saying it, but I'm just going to say coming of age gangster films, right. Where they just, they, (laughs) they, they grow into it. Music to gangs of Wasapur was, was jaw dropping, but that's a, that's, I think that feels like a separate conversation. I'm I'm still very interested in this idea that Zane is not, it sounds like I'm being critical. I'm not like, it was almost comic relief for Zane. He wasn't sure if he should laugh or not. And I felt that same way, but it didn't turn me off. It just reinforced this idea. That, that these guys are are figuring it out. These guys aren't the I don't want to say aren't the best gangsters, but they're not they're, they're not they're not these cold-blooded killing machines, which makes the story a lot more interesting in my opinion. Just some of it is because I think we've all seen the the, the cool killing machine. these guys are just ruthless. we've seen those. Um, so this made it this made it more interesting to me. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I just—I mean, my, my thing was I think the director should have gone one of both ways, right? either way, right? But he decided to go both. I don't know if he just purposely decided to go both ways, but it just didn't—it just didn't pull it off.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, right. Okay. Um, so we've got a few minutes left. Gangs of Was—excuse uh, me, Mirzapur. So, <laughs> season two. Brief overview. Brief general thoughts of Mirzapur uh, in relation to. Uh, Gangs of Wasapur. Now that we've talked about both, what exactly specifically do you think makes Mirzapur a a superior show, superior film?
2: Just the the storytelling. I think the storytelling is fantastic in Mirzapur, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you can't deny that.
0: No, it's it's magnificent.
2: It's magnificent. And and, and I think the acting is way, way superior in Mirzapur. (gasps) Okay.
0: All right. Yeah.
2: All right. The cinematography in Gangs of Westport is amazing.
0: Yes. Right. But I wanted to I talk think- about the scene where they kill um, what's the uh, Definite's, definite and the other kid uh, perpendicular and they're right. bashing is the rock on his head and yeah. the, the camera goes up and down with the rock. I, I'd never seen at least that, that i remember that was brilliant mm-hmm. it was and it was awful right you're just with each blow the camera the whole thing is moving with the rock it was just uh it was crazy
2: i that always felt of- the camera was going side to side when he was cu- cutting uh what's his name's head off uh, what, yeah when, yeah
0: it was behead, <laughs> behead, when you said when you said mirzapur is grittier, i'm like but did they behead anyone <laughs> <laughs>
2: right <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was beheading in Wasapur. Yeah, but we Wasiper. saw
2: no Guts, right? We saw no
0: Guts coming I, we, out. We, we saw Guts, Light, Light Guts. We saw Light Guts and Viscera. But anyway, um, okay. I, I, what? Go ahead. I see that you've got a point.
2: The, the final point I want to make is I think they, they're both fantastic, right? And I watched them in reverse order. I think if I would watched Gangs of wassapur when it was released, I would have had and you'd have asked me, my opinion would have been a lot different, mm. right? I think Mirzapur builds on Gangs of Wasapur. Yes. Right?
0: Uh, and vastly improves the storytelling. It's really hard for me to, to say anything that smacks of negativity toward my beloved Mirzapur, but Gangs of Wasapur Part 1 and 2, I, I wish there was a Part 3 I thought it was an absolutely beautiful film. I thought the the cinematography was incredible. I thought the acting was amazing. I thought the story with the generations and the there's the one guy and his son and they last through what? Three, four generations Mm -hmm. of, I mean, it was just a, it was just a fascinating story, but there's always that one bad guy. And and then the constantly changing (laughs) the cat, the revolving cast of characters, they finally get their revenge. And of course, what happens definite says, yeah, dad, I'm going to kill you now.
1: Well, the gossip this week was that uh, Muna Bhaya might be coming back in season three. Uh, he died in season two, but the fans want him so I bad. Don't,
0: I don't want him back. I don't want him back. He was perfect. He was too <laughs> evil. <laughs> he uh,
1: was. And, and probably that's why his popularity is off the charts. But
0: and- the cathartic release I felt when he was finally killed. <laughs> and and Bablu and Sweetie were avenged. That we could tie off that storyline, right? We're done there. That arc is done. Oh, I, I yeah, a lot of fans
1: don't I'm think done. like you, Scott, and I, they're I, asking for asking for Muna, Muna Bhaya to come back. And it seems that he might be making a comeback okay. in season three. So he probably survived that shootout.
2: Well, I mean, yeah. I, that that that's fan power, right? But I I, I strongly think that he, he 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 left at a good point. Right. I and I and I think his story was fully told.
0: I agree. Well, let's leave it there. There was plenty more to talk about. We could have gotten into the soundtrack. We could have gotten into the, the, the roles of the wives and the mothers uh, in both shows. Uh, I, I think there were, that's possible conversation for later. Um, but now we've got to take a break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Find us at daisies.live.
4: Yo, this is Tasher. You are now tuned in to Faces.Live. Let's go. Hey. Hey. You got what I want, it's Sony, eh? Me, thick and laddered, keep I think about it every day. Baby, looking like on kazana on a play. Hey. Like Matai, Like tie, Like kulfi ras malai. Hey. Stop Stable feet, of coldy Got a me like a deep. Jadvi made it on chow your jelly. Yeah, pop a bitch, made it colo kololangdi. Throw it back and bubble, bubble up in front of me. Everybody tryna figure out your recipe. I'm just tryna get a piece, baby. I know that you wanna get crazy, crazy. Shorty, take it slow, then chitty, chitty. Hey, baby, let me see it. Wanna eat it,
5: baby,
4: baby Baby, let me see it Tesha Young, Sharuk, I'm at every party. And you got what I want, Sony, yeah. Critique on la carte, tu na chateque. Love ke don't man, manga tera the yeah, girl. You know what I'ma say? Hey, baby, let me see it. I just wanna eat it. Baby, let me see it.
2: Hello, everybody. This is Live, and we're back.
0: It's good to be back. Good what are we talking back. about now?
1: We're going to talk about Ludo, which mm. I know Scott told me during the week that he absolutely loved. Fantastic. So, Scott, let's yes. do some 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 review of uh, the movie just that, that just released. We're going to do Ludo, and after that, we're going to do Chalang. Ludo is streaming now on Netflix, don't miss this movie folks because we totally enjoyed watching Ludo. Scott, what you got?
0: It was the third thing in a row I've seen with Pankaj Tripathi. So that was cool and uh um his last name in this uh, in this movie is also Tripathi. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh his last name is Tripathi in Mirzapur. So I is that in his contract? Is that like a thing? Do we do we know anything about that?
1: We don't know anything okay. about that, but we can find out. We can, um, pl- yeah, pl- will
0: you ask your people? Because that I, I be, was beginning to wonder if this was like a cultural thing that I that I am missing. It like exploding guns and and people playing characters with the same last name as the actor. I, is that so? In all seriousness, Ludo was a great film. I think the story is uh, about the gods playing games with human beings' lives. I think that's the story. I think we set, and it almost immediately gets set up by these two guys playing a board game called Ludo. And then the different, there's four colored squares and each colored square has a, it has like game pieces on it and things happen. And then they- As they they roll the die. As they roll the Right.
1: And by the way, one of the guys um, playing, the, playing the board game is the director of the movie. Oh, that, that, more,
0: that, <laughs> that makes sense. That actually makes yeah. complete sense, right? The director is the god of the movie. So these, these four squares represent four different stories, but they're not isolated. They all come together, and they interact in very funny ways. And sometimes they interact in ways which are just totally trivial. Like you'll see someone walking down the street when this main, major thing happens, and then in other cases the the characters have real interactions and, and connect. So um, the way that plays together is really fun. And then it's just these four stories. It's these four stories of, yeah. of four completely different sets of people and what they're going through in in their daily lives. And it's so, a- so
1: I have to I have to tell you because you might not have watched other Anurag Basu movies, Scott, and I don't know Zinn if you have, but Anurag's other movies are Gangster and Murder and Life in a Metro and Kites. And most of his movies are, uh, you know, stories coming together, like par- multiple parallel narratives and how they kind of assemble together a, as, as life does, right? So so he's the king of multiple narratives and taking four stories of four different sets of uh, circumstances and then giving them equal, um, he's given them equal importance in the movie. None mm-hmm. of the stories is lesser than the other. And then how they kind of interweave with each other at different points in time. Um, at, at times they they interact and at times they don't, they just pass each other by. But the, the, the circumstances uh, of life and the choices that people make in one of the stories, how it stumbles into the lives of others and determines their choices and, and how they react to those choices and this entire interweaving of circumstances, luck and, and fate, as you may call it, is so beautifully directed. It's yes. the storytelling is so it's fundamentally no, brilliant. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is. It is. But what makes it interesting, and this this got to be careful, right? Because we don't want to we don't want to fall into philosophy or these grand, you know, these grand discussions. And we but don't it, want to
1: tell anybody the, sto- the the real story as well. We don't want to be. I won't I won't do that. Yeah.
0: But at the but at the end, especially, they start talking about vice and virtue or sin and virtue, and this idea that sometimes people look like. They look like the villain. They look like the bad guy. They may even act like the bad guy, but they're not bad people. That that's the frame around the whole story, right? And then I think the very, very last scene, yeah, uh, explains that. It, when it, the God's it, um, disciple
1: asks him, "So, yeah. where would you send this person? Heaven or hell?" Right. Well, and, yes,
0: and then and then we and then we see my my man Pankaj Tripathi, and his uh, his. In his new circumstances, let's just say that, so we don't we don't spoil it. Uh, that last snippet, I think, underscores the whole thing. It, it explains the whole that dilemma between: Are we responsible for things that we do in our lives when we're constantly be being bombarded by other forces that we can't control? Sometimes we we react well. Sometimes we react poorly. Sometimes we do the wrong thing. The right so. Uh, you know without getting too deep into it oh man you know making this some some spiritual or philosophical discussion that is a big part of it because that's how they end the film right anyway any any good any decent director when they end the film on a semi important philosophical point they're they're telling you this is how i want you to look at it this is how i want you to consider everything you just watched and so You have to keep that in mind because so many of the characters do the wrong thing or do strange things or do desperate things. And, you know, it's easy to point a finger, right? Because like you were saying at the conversation at the end, you're saying, well, where would you send this person to heaven or hell? Well, obviously to hell. Well, well, you know, so it was a, it was fun in that sense. And it was, it was just, just from, just from the storytelling, the cinematography, again, the cinematography, the music, the colors. It's one of the things I love about, indian cinema and indian television that the colors are just gorgeous so um, fantastic what
1: where, where i really need to add to what scott just said was it wasn't it was the acting everybody he just performed mm, yeah. so they were so also fluid with the roles that they had um but but also they were they, they were phenomenal with uh the, the dialogues The music, oh, my God, it's been some time since I heard good music. And the music, the background score was just phenomenally brilliant. Mm. Uh, The other thing that I really wanted to point out was a trivia that I came across the other day. Uh, You know, when the movie starts, there's this uh, black and white song playing on the television when the guy gets shot in the bathtub. And uh, that song is actually uh, grandparents of Aditya raikapur They composed and choreographed it. I guess, sorry, uh, they did not compose it; they choreographed it, and uh, they were his grandparents. And the song is in a movie that he starred in. So, uh, what a coincidence! Mm.
0: Yes, I agree with all of that. It was, it was, it was just a. It was fun. It was. Uh, it was interesting. It was silly it was funny it was heavy like it, it there were a, there was a lot going on but it, none of it felt too much and, and it wrapped up right about the time where i was like okay i get it we all have interconnected lives and i get it okay yeah it all it all wrapped up and it it was so
1: matter choices matter
0: we're going to take a break we'll be back in a minute find us at daisies.live
2: This is Desi's.Live. This I hope you enjoyed the song.
1: We're going to talk about Chalang, the movie that released on Amazon the next day that Ludo released. Uh, this uh, movie um, was um, directed by Hansel Mehta. Hansel Mehta has this inane capability to bring humanity to his characters in, in a very, very, very subtle way. And he's absolutely done the same thing with Chalang. Chalang, by the way, is a Hindi word that means jump to okay. spot for you and and basically um, if, if you go to Amazon there are two chalongs there don't go for the older chalang, go for the new chalang. there's an older Chalang called Chalang leap of faith and this is not a leap this is a jump. Uh, so this story is about a story of a small town um, physical training instructor in a school. Um, where he really, like the rest of the Indian society, thinks that physical education and sports is really waste waste of time for the kids. Um, so given that thought process within the society, the government changes laws and it tells schools that, hey, unless you have a good uh, physical training education in your, in your school and you can prove that you're doing this well, we will stop grants to you. Um, so what the, what the school really does is they bring in another teacher, and this teacher is more qualified than a protagonist, um, Montu. Montu is played by Rajkumar Rao, and I know you love Rajkumar Rao, um, Zen. We watched a few movies with Rajkumar Rao together, and he's a brilliant actor.
2: It's a good actor.
1: He, he's a brilliant actor. So, um, so they bring in another uh, teacher. And this kind of uh, pisses Rajkumar Rao's character, Montu, quite a lot because not only is the guy more qualified, he knows what he's saying, but this guy also likes the same girl uh, that Montu likes and who, who's a computer education teacher in the same school. So when Montu literally has to change himself, to be the better suitor, and for that he has to get serious about what he's doing. He has to get serious about sports, and he has to get also serious about taking challenges in life and not uh, not dropping things when they get difficult. So the whole uh, story is about facing challenges and not saying no to a challenge where the, the transformation in want to from a guy, who looks at challenges is something that he doesn't want to confront to somebody who wants to overcome challenges happens while the story progresses. So really nice small town Haryana story. The accents are pretty uh, authentic. The actors are really sincere and honest to their roles. And it's a a really feel-good, nice movie. Let's take a break.
2: Hello, welcome back to This Is Live. Life. Uh we've got an interesting discussion ahead. Scott, you had something to say.
0: Well, uh I, I did have a question because when we we're talking about Chillong uh and it's it, PT instructors, right? That's that's what you were calling them. And yeah, then physical training. Physical, physical training. Yeah. Right, physical training. So in in it, we call them uh PE gym. sometimes, physical education. Or gym. But the, yeah, We're just gym teachers, right? And yeah, gym teachers so I would like to know, I'm just curious because I have, I have some, I have some thoughts on this. What a shocker, but uh, I was just curious what gym teachers were like when you were in grade school or, or, when you were, I know that the, the terminology is a little different. So when you were seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 10, 11, 12, those years, what, what were gym teachers? Did you have gym teachers? What were they like? So,
1: um, Zin, do you want to take that first? Because I guess you grew up in England, and that'll be one. Yeah, so and mine's I can tell a you how different. it was in
2: India. Yeah, mine's a little different. I don't think there's a. I think there's definite stereotype around what we call PE teachers, as opposed to gym or physical training. Um, but I don't think I, I'm kind of interested to know a little bit more of the 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 American stereotypes. Oh, I'll there, get into it. Tell,
0: tell me about tell me about yours. What was your? I don't want to taint it.
2: Well, you know what. It, <laughs> They range from sleazy to buffoonish, right? (laughs) But uh, not really... (laughs) Right? You you have a whole range, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the... And it depends how disciplined they were as well, right? Because you had some that were very disciplined and they're the ones you kind of were scared of and kind of took real notice of. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you had the ones that probably were there and had no right to be there. And they really,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Mira?
1: So when I was growing up and we had a PD teacher who was very, very respected. He'd be brutal with us on the field. He would drive us to be fierce and drive us to do more. And I went to an all-girls convent, so you can imagine how that must have been for for the guy. But I believe he's still there. Wow. He's still there. He's been there um, close to even before I was born. I know my cousins passed out from the same school many, many years before I did, and they know him as well. And um, he is an institution in uh, in his own right. And when I remember I went back and, and I met him a few years ago and he remembers names. He remembers all the girls. He remembers the, the ones that were good at basketball. He remembers the ones who would be lazy the as one, an right? institution. So I, I really have good memories of physical training teacher and also the kind of effort and work that they put in to make sure the girls were playing and they were competitive and we were winning interschool games.
0: Well, in the states, uh it's funny the, one of the reasons I was laughing is when Zane was speaking is that we have we have a very similar it's not stereotypes the wrong word but we have two identities for gym teachers for the most part, right? I'm not saying everyone fits into one or the other but these are the two main in my experience my gym teachers were either amazing athletes like mm. unbelievable athletes like and were really really good male and female right I had, I had men and women as gym teachers and they usually played some varsity sport in college i had one guy who was a who played volleyball at ohio state um or they had they had no business being like they they were the embodiment of that line from the woody allen film and i forget which one it is it's horribly insulting but it's also kind of funny which is Uh, those who can't do teach and those who can't teach, teach gym. Yeah. Those who can't do teach, which is a horrible, that's horribly insulting. Right. But those who can't do teach and those who can't teach, teach gym. And I had a few gym teachers who were like that, but the thing about, so you have one of those, one of the other, right. But the thing about gym class that I couldn't stand, and I'll bet you can identify with this saying, like we had, when we had soccer in gym class, we had to like take a written test. You know, we had to, we had to go through these weird drills so that, Everyone in the class could f- understand the game and play it, and I just we just my friends and I. Would like, let us can we just play? Like let us just play. You know, they could have a written test about soccer, and then to have like these weird drills that no team I've ever been on does. It just so gym class was always this thing that was. You got half the kids don't want to be there, and half the the kids who who enjoyed playing and playing sports. They thought it was kind of lame because the 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 teachers making us do things that just don't making us do drills and making us do things that just don't seem right. Why don't just let us play? You know what I mean? Yeah, it just doesn't I, seem appropriate.
2: I don't think in England because we don't have that participation culture. Uh, if I think the teachers paid uh, the the PE teachers, they if you were into it, they pay you attention. If you're not you probably be end up doing drills. We never had written tests or anything like that. but We did. Uh, but we, Yeah, which is ridiculous, right? Ridiculous that you have them, not that we right. didn't have them, right? In, in England, if you're good, they'll pay you attention. If you're not and you're not interested, yeah, you might be just doing circuits around the, the, the field or something because yeah. if you're not into it, you're not into it. There was no force like you have to get on and play, you know, be part of – team a or b or whatever it was just hey if you're in it do it if not you can just do regular push-ups and running around the field (laughs) (laughs) we really really care about the people who want to do it
0: yeah no that's yeah definitely not you had to you had to participate like you had to maybe there are some schools where that was that happened but when i was in the different schools that i went to everyone had to participate whether they liked it or not but the funny thing was Whether the whether the gym teacher was this really really impressive all around athlete or someone who had no business wearing a tracksuit, excuse me, they were just they were either too intense or too goofy, right? So there was always this humorous element. There was always something funny about gym class that was not always easy to put your finger on, but there was something absurd about it. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
5: Not, baby, don't cry yeah, yeah. Baby, never tried to roll But it's fine I'll roll your boat Even when they make you go Oh, you found a way to float Bands don't come off road It's okay, I'll come to you I promise I believe in you Oh, it's cool the way you blow Girl, like Change your life Uh, You've been bleeding Now it's up to me to decide Uh, uh, I just wanna listen to the pitfall In a dream. What's up? Lost, in a dream lost in a dream, Lost in a dream Lost in a dream spending time with you what I like If I get lost with you, I never mind Spend all life with you, is that alright? I feel comfortable by your side All in my head, so mind minded Don't need a sex, I wouldn't mind it No, you perfect, not even trying Don't even stress, not even lying Girl come closer ride for you be a soldier Girl, girl come closer Say I go I for you I'll be soldier I for you I'll be a soldier Baby girl don't cry
6: no more Shanti shanti yo There's a place that we can go lost in a dream world baby girl don't cry no more shanti shanti yeah there's a place that we can go lost in a dream world
2: and we're back to so-
1: Scott and I actually had this really fun conversation with Shishi, Ashish Palival, who actually you know, ha- had a very interesting perspective on in music, his evolution into music, and the kind of music he makes and aspirations. He was hanging out, doing some shows, and creating more music. We had a fun time talking to him about his origins, how did he come upon being a music producer and the kind of people he's collaborated and worked with. And then we deep dived into some of his music as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting when he was talking about the, uh, how he got some singers to, 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 to put vocal tracks over some of his music and he told him what he, what he wanted, but then just let them give it, give it back to him. He didn't, he didn't spell it out. He didn't give them a script. He said, this is what I'm looking for. And then they gave him the finished work back. You know, not all the songs and some of them he did, but you know, he didn't even know what he was going to be getting back. It was like, he was like, what did he say? He was like opening a gift.
1: Yeah, but isn't that the right creative process? Because if you want to collaborate with somebody, you've got to trust their creativity. Right?
0: Yes, I mean, I can see it. I could see collaborating, but I've collaborated with people on different things, both in business and creatively. And, and sometimes you want to have that sit down thing right where you're you're back and forth back and forth on a <clears throat> excuse me on a micro level but also I, I it it would be exciting it would certainly be interesting to say this is what i'm going for and send it out into the ether and then wait i don't know how long and then get it back and just like open it up and think wow what is this what is this thing going to be uh, you know i could see either way i think is valid
1: no true i mean i thought i thought um th- People he picked up to collaborate with, the the way his music... Uh,
0: Who was that singer that he really liked?
1: Ben Parag. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Actually, I checked the guy out. He
0: is phenomenal. At- what was that one that the first one you showed me with... It had the yeah. the, the collaboration with that Latin group. What, oh, what was
1: that? Oh, uh, actually, that's not a Latin group. That's a group called Sama, which uh, some members are uh, the... Uh, are, are part of the University of Chicago Urbana Champaign Acapella, South Asian Acapella Group. And uh, those guys, along with Shishi and a group of um, other producers, got together and uh, released a song called Conmigo. Conmigo is, uh, is Spanish, Hindi, and English all together. And the beats are phenomenal. Right. So,
0: where, where did the where did the Latin influence in that song come from? Who who was responsible for that? What was the band or the? the so musician? it's Sama.
1: It's Sama where okay. the members speak four languages, Okay. and they kind of incorporate their their music um, in in a very cohesive manner because they speak so many languages. Um, what Shishi does is he produced them and he also kind of got. Got a video done and bringing in, as producers, bringing in the tabla influence into into uh, into a very Latin tempo. It was the song is very beautifully done.
6: Yeah, we actually
1: recorded we recorded an entire show with Shishi, and it is it will be broadcast. um, It's a fifty minute show will be broadcast on radio and will be available on our podcast for download uh, later this week.
3: Tu cuerpo me vuelve loco Tus caderas, cabello, sonrisa es demasiado Ya sabes Esta noche será mi reina Mañana no es nada comparado con ahora Vienes conmigo Pero es no la llevamos a llegar a a while I can't play, llego, combate yo no Derecho a la noche a de jazugú sugo. Tu am a man, I'm 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 a man, i
0: All the time we have, everyone. Thanks a lot. We enjoyed it. I'm Scott.
2: I'm Miro. And I'm Zane. And make sure to tune into our show next week.
0: Bye.